0: Hey everyone, welcome to another Ole Miss edition of the Dan and Joe Sports Show, Omaha edition. Talking college world series right now. And when we left off the last show, something really funny moniker that I've heard that Mississippi State baseball fans have for Ole Miss, which is Omaha stands for Ole Miss at home again. Well, that definitely comes into play again this time with Bianco's boys went out in the super regional again against uh Arizona. And meanwhile, as much as I talked about how Mississippi State did not deserve a national seed, and I still didn't think they did, they, yet again, make Omaha, and so far they've won a game and are still in it. So, you know, I guess uh, what Lamontis does, even though it didn't seem like they earned it this year, they're still getting it done.
1: Yeah, that's what I would say, too, Dan. I was equally frustrated with Mississippi State getting a national seed. And let's not forget, you know just a few weeks ago, they were run-ruled in both games in the Hoover in the SEC tournament. And I also thought that not only did they unjustifiably get a national seed coming out of that lackluster finish to the season,
0: but they also had what I would say was the easiest
1: regional I've ever seen in my life yeah. um, coming into Starkville. And so they definitely profited from that, which you have to give them credit because I mean, goodness, they had you know made it on the cusp of appearing for the second time in the uh, College World Series final, and now they only have to defeat um, Virginia or Texas one time, and they're in the CWS final on Monday night.
0: And Jake, looking at it, they've already beaten Texas once. Uh, Virginia is an interesting—that's that, a different one because you're playing a team that's been there. I find it very interesting that I feel like in Omaha you see it more than almost any other sport. The teams that have been there before are the ones that do well. Uh, you look going into this, uh, you know, Mississippi State's been there a lot lately. Uh, Vanderbilt, of course, has been there and won it. And then you have these upstart teams like Tennessee that were so great during the regular season. They look so good at Hoover. And then they go out, and they they did great in their Super Regional. They won their Regional, and they got destroyed in in Omaha. They were terrible. Uh, You know, you see Texas Tech and these other ones go out pretty soon. And then Mississippi State goes and beats Texas, who Texas was the number two team all season. They looked great going into Omaha. But even though they're a very storied baseball program, Texas hasn't really been good at baseball and been to Omaha in a very long time. And now you see them on the verge of being out. And meanwhile, you see Virginia as a team that came into this tournament as a three-seed in their own regional, uh, but you know what Virginia's done. They've won a College World Series lately. They've been in the final, and then suddenly they've won the games in Omaha, and they advance here because they know what it takes and they've been there. Here's the fascinating
1: thing about Virginia that I haven't heard enough people discuss when it relates to oldness. And this is, you know, for pretty Ole Miss fans out there. We've already, you know, talked about the Omaha acronym and the salt on the wound. I mean, this is just going to be more, you know, gasoline on the fire. Let's not forget that in 2009, Dan, Mike Bianco and Ole Miss lost a Super Regional to Virginia and Brian O'Connor in Oxford. And that was after winning game one of that Super Regional and then inexplicably lost the next two games and in game two of that series, Dan, Ole Miss had a, a lead. I think they were four outs away or five outs away from Omaha and lost game two and then lost game three. I'm convinced had Ole Miss won that um, series in 2009, they would have maybe taken off as a program like Virginia. But because they lost that series, it's kind of ironic. They kind of allowed Virginia to get going. Virginia had never even made it to a College World Series prior to 2009. So that's just kind of an interesting dynamic there.
0: I mean, and I guess since 2009, Virginia's been to at least four or five College World Series, right? I mean, it seems like at least every other year they're there.
1: Yes. So, yeah, they've become like a powerhouse in college baseball ever since that.
0: And, Joe, another good example of a team that wasn't a one seed, didn't host, is doing a great job, but has been there before is NC State. That's one right now. They go out and I don't know if you watched their night that game where they beat Vanderbilt one to nothing. What a great pitcher's yeah. duel that was! And of course Vanderbilt had uh, their really great ace Lighter out there. He hadn't given up an entire hit, a hit the entire game, and the only run that was scored by uh, NC State in their win was a solo home run, which was the first hit Lighter gave off. And they tucked it out and they held down Vanderbilt to no runs and won that game one to nothing. This NC State team is really impressing me right now.
1: They, they really are. And they're a team that was known more for their offense, but what a phenomenal pitching performance uh, on Monday night. Um, I think Leiter had 15 strikeouts in the loss, but his offense gave him nothing. And so now suddenly it's looking like NC State. State and Mississippi State could easily appear in the finals, which would really be something. And it's interesting. I actually have two friends that are graduates of those respective universities. I have a new uh, group text with both of them. that will be really interesting if they make it to the finals.
0: Yeah, I hope I get to see that because I I was blown away by how uh, insane the NC State fans were when I was watching that game. They really like baseball there. And they were getting after it. I mean, it was definitely like you were watching SEC baseball, and I was kind of excited for them, watching him beat Vanderbilt like that.
1: Yeah, you see, I had no idea they were that into baseball. And I want to ask my friend about that the next time I talk to him, as an NC State graduate, you know, is this more like something where y'all are bigger about football and college basketball, of course, for their tradition there, and you've just kind of embraced baseball because you've made a run, or have you guys always kind of been into baseball? I would be curious to find that out.
0: Yeah, it's like I knew they were good at baseball because I remember um, Auburn. I think had to travel to an NC State, might have been super regional, and beat them a couple years ago. I know, mean, I think it was they they beat them in a regional. Uh, and yeah, I remember thinking you that had
1: a big, um, you had a lot of points about how NC State should not have hosted instead of Auburn.
0: That's right. That. Yeah, because NC State, I think they put Auburn as a two seed, and mm-hmm. NC State ended up hosting. And I think it was based on the fact that NC State had been there and done pretty well in the past. And right now they're doing a really good job because they, they want a tough regional, they want a tough super, and right now they're undefeated, and like they have a good chance of making that final series.
1: They do. They do. And think about if you're an Arkansas fan right now, you know, how frustrating that has to be.
0: Yeah. Joe, that's the biggest shocker right now is that we're talking about this College World Series, and we haven't brought up Arkansas because they're not in it. I mean, they were a team yeah. this year that – uh, they might be the most dominant team that I've ever seen during the regular season and up through Hoover in the history of baseball this year. I mean, they never lost a series. Uh, they just ran through Hoover with like reckless abandon, and they're not in Omaha, which blows my mind. And they started off, Joe, the postseason by winning what was it, 21 to two? I mean, you're like, ooh, this Arkansas team is scary.
1: Do so they beat NC State by margin? the Super Regional 21 to two in game one and then lost the next two games. And the last game was like a three to two heartbreaker on a late inning home run. And so, yeah, if you're Arkansas, you feel like you easily could be there if you're NC state, I mean, you have an opportunity to cash in and NC state's coach has been there. I think for like over 20 years, he's got a thousand wins or more in his career. So, you know, this really could be huge for his uh, legacy. And then on the Mississippi state side, we know, you know we, can, you know, we don't even have to say what that would do for their program, you know, as far as uh, validation to win that
0: uh, first-ever national championship for their institution. In any sport. Yeah, yeah, throw that part out there. They don't anything. Yeah, anything, yep. Although definitely the program that should win their first national championship is their baseball program. That's the best program they have, period, at Mississippi State. Um, it's a mainstay in the College World Series. That's why that Omaha joke is funny, is because they can make it. They get there every year pretty much, and they just never can bring it home. They, and they they usually do pretty well when they make it at Omaha, too. They don't usually, not usually like Arizona, lose the first couple games or something like that. They generally at least win a couple, if not make the final series. I agree.
1: I agree. Um, and they got a great opportunity this year. Um, they're pitching against um, who was it they played the first game? Um, who did they play the first game?
0: Was it the Texas they game? played the first game or was it the second
1: game? Yes, Texas. What, what did they strike out, like 22 or 23 hitters, nine innings? That's just unbelievable.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, you know, talking about it, Texas, they were a really great number two team all year, and they go out and they get beat by state. And then Arizona was the number three overall seed. And they got waxed in their first couple games because both Arizona and Texas, even though they're historically good programs, hadn't been to Omaha in a long time.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the last thing I wanted to ask you about, Dan, in relation to the College World Series, is what do you think Ole Miss thinks about Arizona's quick exit of 2 2? You, know, you kind of wanted Arizona to do a little bit better than that if you're going to lose to them.
0: Yeah, you did. And I you know, it kind of makes you think too, like, what would have Ole Miss have done if they had made it? Because based on the way they got beat up on by Arizona in two out of the three games, it doesn't give you a lot of hope that they really would have made it that far.
1: Yeah, and that second game was just Doug McCasey, you know. That, that's the reason with Doug McCasey, Ole Miss was a top five team when he started.
0: When he didn't start, you know, they, they didn't look they were a snappers team. I mean, you know, really Gunnar Hoagland made all the difference in the world between it being a team that went out in the Super Regionals and a team that maybe not only would have made the College World Series but would have had a chance to at least get in the finals.
1: I think so. I mean, it's that big of a difference. I mean, you lose a first-round draft pick as your Friday night starter. I mean, that, 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 you just can't recover from that. I mean, it'd be like Vanderbilt losing lighter Rocker. You, you just can't come back from that.
0: Speaking of variable Joe, they're on the, the very edge right now. I mean, right before our show started, I was watching them play Stanford. It was the bottom of the seventh, and they were down five to four. And I couldn't help but laugh because it was like the, you know, the two nerdiest schools playing each other ever in baseball. And but Stanford really took the cake. There was a play. I don't know if you were watching this game, Joe, but they were talking about how when you watch Stanford, they wear these little belts that have all these different equations and numbers on it. That say in this situation you should pretend to steal, shouldn't swing at this, you should swing at this, uh, bond in this situation, all these kind of things. And they had this guy on first base that you could tell was just a slow lumbering white guy. There was no way he was going to be able to steal anything like that. And he looked down at his little, you know, his little belt, and it was a three-two count. And the guy has like pretended to steal twice and almost gotten picked off both times, only because they weren't good throws. He steals on this 3-2 count, guy strikes out, and the Vanderbilt catcher doesn't even make a very good throw. In fact, it's a quite poor throw. The Stanford guy, like, slides, and he does a he does a feet-first slide, but, like, puts his hand underneath his butt and slides really bad. And he winds up, Joe, I'm not making this up, five feet short of the bag, and the Vanderbilt guy just looks at him like, are you kidding me? And just tags him. And it was the most unathletic slide I've ever seen in my entire life. And even though this guy goes to Stanford, he's going to get made fun of a lot for this. I guarantee there's already memes out there about this because it truly was one of the most pathetic athletic things I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: No, I, I did not see that. I'll definitely have to YouTube or look at those highlights. That, that's just unfathomable.
0: And I was just like, why is this guy stealing? Is this the first time he's ever slid in his entire life?
1: Yeah, that, that's crazy. I'm also blown away by like the, the – um, they had on their wristbands with the signs and the equations for, for everything. I guess that just kind of is representative of Stanford
0: with the intellect. It, it, was, it was very representative of Stanford. And, you know, they're good at sports. They are. But this was just like a very, like, you know, this is a very nerdy thing to watch. And I was just like, man, this just shows, like, you know, nerdy school, West Coast kid. This is exactly what I would expect. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: But,
0: exactly. You know, but man. Damn. They've got a chance yeah. to beat Vanderbilt and knock them out, though. Like I said, when I was watching it before, they were pretty close, and their pitcher was doing a really solid job against Vanderbilt.
1: Yeah, I think it was 5-4 to four when I last checked it, maybe like in the seventh inning, like you said.
0: That's where it was. Now, if Vanderbilt goes out right here, I mean, I, I thought with Arkansas being out, Vanderbilt was a huge favorite with having Lighter and Rocker. And – If Vanderbilt goes out of this, then it really does open the door for a team like Mississippi State or NC State to win it because there's not any heavy hitters left in this thing. I mean, when, you know, we all thought, I know you and I did, that it was going to be an Arkansas Vanderbilt final. That's what I thought. And Arkansas, of course, didn't make it. And you have Vanderbilt out, and it's going to be a surprising team that wins it.
1: I think so too. And, and, you know, NC State and Mississippi State only have to win one time each to make it to the finals. They're clearly in the driver's seat. I think that I feel better if I'm NC State right now. I feel like they're in a good position. Um, If I'm State, Mississippi State, I'm a little bit nervous about having to beat Virginia.
0: Yes. Virginia is the one that scares me. I think that Mississippi State can take Texas again. I don't think Texas is ready for the big leagues on this one. Virginia is the one that's battle tested and it's not going to be worried about the fact that they already have a loss and they play that tough small ball style where it's just you know they do everything so well by the books and the fundamentals they move the base runners over they don't you know they don't go for the big hits they have great pitching and it's just a difficult style to be prepared for because not many people do it and don't not even do it as well as Virginia does it. It's kind of funny because it's kind of like the way they are in basketball with Tony Bennett. And so that style of play really translates great to them
1: Yes, yes. And to your point, you know, talking about them being there before, even this postseason, they dealt with a lot of adversity because not only were they a three seed, but they lost the opening game at the regional to South Carolina Mm -hmm. and had to win four games in three days. And then they lost game one of the Super Regional to Dallas Baptist and won two in a row. So it's going to be nothing for them, you know, coming out of the loser's bracket here and potentially knocking off State uh, two times.
0: That's right. So that's going to be a very interesting series. and I definitely think that's the more compelling of the of the sides of it right now because especially if Stanford does take out Vanderbilt tonight, I think you're all but assured of NC State being in that final.
1: Yeah, yeah. The only thing that would, would be a threat to NC State is if Vanderbilt wins and if they can start Rocker against um, NC State this weekend.
0: Vanderbilt, this is you know they're a team right now that if they can get that win and their backs against the wall, they're going to be more talented than any other team that's left it in Omaha. Period. So if they can turn yeah. it on, then you're going to be scared with their backs against the wall. So I think everybody that's left in Omaha is a huge Stanford Cardinal fan right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm absolutely going to check that score and wrap up.
0: That is. but. Even though we like to talk a lot of smack about Mississippi State on the show, i got to say, Joe, they're the team that I want to win Omaha this year because, I, you know, I feel like they, they've earned it. They've been there so many times. I just want to see them break through and get the W this time.
1: No, I would love to see it for um, the SEC and for, um, you know, the state of Mississippi. I think it would be really cool. I just wish it could happen without me having to see um, the reactions from their fan base. if that makes sense. Like, like if, they could, if they could celebrate it in a way where they didn't um, criticize Ole Miss at the same time.
0: Have they ever celebrated anything without criticizing Ole Miss at the same time?
1: No, I think that's uh, the only way they know how to celebrate.
0: <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, it, it was so funny. I'm going to kind of end the show on this. I didn't realize how deep that rivalry was until I went to Ole Miss for law school. Cause in my mind, I always thought Auburn, Alabama was – not just the greatest rivalry, but the most intense one from like a hatred standpoint and everything. But I gotta say, after like living in Mississippi and you know seeing the Ole Miss Mississippi State rivalry, you know year in year out, it's a much more hateful rivalry than I think the Iron Bowl is. I think the Iron Bowl has got a lot more respect between the two teams, and even though there's a little bit of jobbing and whatnot, I don't think that it's as dirty and hateful as what you see at the Ole Miss and State. But I think it's worse with Ole Miss and State when it comes to that side of it. And there's just a lot more like we just want to be better than them and we want to hate on them no matter what happens. Yeah, that's what it is. And you have baseball, the one sport that both of them can really contend in, so that, that adds to it. Whereas
1: in football, the hate is like the main headliner because, you know, it's rare that both of them have a really good season the same year.
0: And like I said, I think the hate even goes to we started the show with Omaha, Ole Miss at home again. We ended with that. That just exhibits that hate right there that someone took the time to think about that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Joe, I can guarantee you that if State does finally win their first national championship, I feel like you're going to get that hashtag a lot. Hashtag Ole Miss at home again. Hail State or something like that. I can see it. Well, we'll see, Joe. I mean, uh, of course, like I, I probably put the hex on Ole Miss by talking so bad about Mississippi State and saying there was no way in the world they deserved national seed, and now they're going to win the national championship. So if they win it, I guess, Revelation, you can just blame me for it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With that being said, great show. Look forward to seeing, hopefully, Mississippi State in the College World Series Finals. And uh, thank all of our listeners. Catch us every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Uh Check and watch all of our old episodes uh, on Facebook and you can listen to all of them on Spotify for the Dan Joe Sports Show and follow us on Twitter at DJ Sports Show. And as always, I'm Dan. I'm Jeff.